Welcome to Going the Extra Mile, a podcast brought to you by New Leaf Training and Development. Each edition is sure to lift your spirit and encourage you in today's working world. Enjoy. Reflections on retirement. The word retirement keeps popping up. In most of my social and business circles, either someone has or soon will be retiring and often I'm asked of my plans. Lord willing, I aspire to never retire in the traditional sense. There are just far too many projects that fill me with excitement. I prefer to retire to projects of service, choosing whom I want to invest in rather than spending my time merely consuming bread and watching circuses, which is how the Roman ruling elite described their strategy of pacifying people, bread and circuses. Several recent retirees come to mind and below follow the life lessons I learned from their examples. I've changed their names out of courtesy. Thomas was a stiff and serious man. I worked with him for about four years and I don't think I ever saw him genuinely smile. I checked in with him a while back and in his retirement he seems more miserable than ever. He's still serious and remains very stiff. I suppose some people lose their identity when they receive their greatest recognition from the power of their position. When that position fades with time, there's a risk of forgetting who you truly are. George Orwell once said, quote, by the time you leave this earth, you have the face you deserve, end quote. Unless Thomas has a change of heart, I don't anticipate his facial expressions altering much before he eventually departs his mortal coil. Sarah retired a couple of years ago and I rate her as one of the best leaders I ever observed. She worked for one of our clients for nearly four decades before deciding it was time to step down. Reflecting on all the work we did with Sarah and her team, her positivity stands out. However, Sarah wasn't a pushover. I've seen her make tough decisions during very challenging times, yet she always conducted herself with the utmost decorum and respect for everyone. It's no surprise to learn that Sarah continues to serve now within her local community, volunteering extensively. I recently saw her and she looks younger and more vibrant than ever. I guess Orwell was right. When Ellen retired, I believe her colleagues actually were quite relieved. Ellen's organisation is one of our clients. She was quite demanding, often appearing unreasonable from a vendor's perspective due to her ambiguous instructions and often very unrealistic deadlines. I've sat through numerous meetings that consumed hours while someone diligently took minutes. I've witnessed Ellen banging her fists on the table, rolling her eyes at other suggestions and belittling her subordinates in front of her peers. I can't recall a time when she let someone actually finish their sentence. It's disheartening to think about the years she spent with that publicly traded corporation. All I perceived was how she drained the energy from the office cubicle surrounding her grand corner office. Robert was a workaholic, working many, many years past the normal retirement age. His motivation wasn't a passion for his work, but rather a determination to maximise his retirement savings. He seemed to toil relentlessly. Now, tragically, he died from heart failure within one year of retiring. His wife did inherit 50% of his annuities, but the pension companies held on to the other half. All that effort, yet so fleeting. 
his heart ceased not long after his word did. You know, I learned many lessons from my father and one of the most memorable is what he taught me while playing the game of Monopoly. After a couple of hours resting over cash and other assets, he drew my attention to the very last lesson of the game. He looked me squarely in the eye, Manta Boy, and said, quote, remember, Paul, when the game is over, it all goes back in the box, end quote. What my dad taught me through a simple board game and by his whole life example was that cash and other assets ultimately become someone else's. As is often said, you never see a U-Haul attached to a funeral hearse. I believe that work matters, but may our greatest treasures always reside within those that we lead, work with and love along the way, rather than in possessions that can be so easily stolen, eaten by moths or just rust away. At best, all the things that we toil in trouble for simply go back in the box. I hope you found that short story useful, and if you did, feel free to rate, review, and share this podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode, and we also invite you to check out our other weekly podcast, Take 5, an inspiring interview with a leader worth listening to. Bye for now.